morning with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat, presented by Abe's Door Service. With 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. Everyone, 706 this Friday morning. You're listening to This Morning uh, on 630 Ched. Uh, went for lunch with a friend of mine, and it's it's interesting um, how topics change as you get a little older. <laughs> we were talking Mary menopause and perimenopause and how it's affecting us and you know what our symptoms are. And just it was just it, it was sort of a, a kind of a beautiful bonding sister moment. So I appreciate uh, that song, uh, Sarah, this morning. Uh, you know, just I don't know if if my mom talked to other women about what she was going through and and uh, you know finding solutions together, which yeah. is I think really important. I think there's there's a lot more acceptance of things. We don't seem to have to hide things in no. shame like back in the, back in the day. So we talked last week about this mm-hmm. this the, this retreat, this gathering that was on the menopause weekend. mission. It's yeah, a, and uh, and, and uh, my wife and a friend of hers, they both went to it. They they loved it mm-hmm. because it was about getting more information. Knowledge is power. Well, and also even just recognizing you're not alone. You're not the only 100%. one going through it and other people have gone through the same kind of thing. But at the same time, you, you, I can I can imagine uh, that you get desperate to find some answers mm-hmm. and you start looking for answers. And, uh, you know, the, everybody, I'm going to turn around, somebody is talking about, well, cannabis has helped me with this mm-hmm. or CBD oil has helped me with that. And so naturally, you would think that would be a natural direction to go to. At least you would think so. But now there's a study out that suggests that's exactly what a lot of women are doing is looking in this direction. Yeah, but should should we yeah, be well. looking in this direction? Because you know, a, a lot of the topics uh, uh, around menopause uh, center around hormones. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I need to go on re- hormone replacement? Do I not? At what point can I even get into the uh, menopause clinic? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you can't for a very very long time. So we have two women on the line. We've got uh, Catherine Babin. She is a second year medical student and master's student as well. And Nesha Uxell. She is a professor in the Faculty of Pharmacy and Catherine's master. Supervisor, welcome, ladies. Thank you. Okay, good so morning. good morning. Great to have you here. I'll tell you what, uh, Catherine. Why don't we? We'll get to the professor in a moment. Catherine, why don't we start with you as you were looking into this? What you heard us talk about uh, about cannabis and trying to find use it as an answer for almost anything. What sent you in this direction to, to look at uh, cannabis use and menopause uh, in combination? what really got me started was my interest in women's health. I wanted more experience. I wanted more research experience. I was just finishing pharmacy school and I had this opportunity to work with Dr. Yuxel on this project. And it was right when cannabis was being legalized uh, for recreational use in 2018. Um, We had this idea. Dr. Yuxel can comment more on her experience, but um, we decided to explore um, whether or not women are using cannabis to manage their menopause symptoms, and I was able to develop a project that explored exactly that and start that conversation around this. And so are they, doctor? Uh, yes, they are. Um, oh. I guess I can answer. Uh, So what we found was that we surveyed almost 1,500 women across Alberta, and a third of them responded that they were currently using cannabis. Um, 
and about 65% of those totally surveyed were um, either current cannabis users or past cannabis users. So this made it pretty clear that women are currently using cannabis. Uh, Professor Yuxel, I'm curious as to whether yeah. this is a good thing or not, or is, is the jury still out on that? really good question. Um, I kind of got interested in this area because uh, I've been working in this area for, I don't know, 25 years. And what I was seeing is that um, so many women, especially after the legalization of recreational cannabis, uh, that were coming to the clinic, um, there were more and more women that were you know, using medical cannabis for a lot of symptoms that overlapped with menopause. So I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that what all we wanted to do was actually capture a snapshot of what's happening. And so we were, you know, just kind of trying to see, you know, what are women during this phase in menopause, perimenopause, post, what are they doing currently to help manage their symptoms and if they're using, you know, cannabis, medical cannabis to uh, to help with that. And I think um, that was actually our surprise is how many, as, as Kajad mentioned, how many women were using it and also uh, for symptoms that overlapped uh, with menopause. Uh, we don't really know the reasons why in the survey. We do have another qualitative part of the survey that we've asked women in more detail. But it's, a lot of it has to do with lack of access uh, to menopause care and information on menopause. So which symptoms are we talking about? Um, so medical symptoms are, there's a huge, there's a wide range of menopause symptoms. There's uh, over 34 symptoms that um, have been documented and probably more than that. Uh, the most common symptoms, the tri- you know, what we think of is like the, um, you know, basal motor, the hot flushes and night sweats, uh, sleep issues, anxiety, uh, a lot of the mood effects, uh, cognition and brain fog are some of the common symptoms, as well as uh, vaginal changes like vaginal dryness and, you know, frequent bladder infections, for example. Um, so what we found was that a lot of women, the most common symptoms that they were using it for did overlap, but the most common were probably similar to what you see in the general population for sleep, yep. anxiety, and muscle aches. Um, and that's another symptom. Muscle and joint aches is another symptom of menopause. Those were the most common symptoms that that in this, in this uh, group of cohorts that responded to our survey were using it for. Uh, talking this morning with uh, Dr. Uh, Professor Nesha Yuxel of the uh, Faculty of Pharmacy and Pharmaceutical Sciences at the U of A, and then also a second-year medical student working on her master's, Catherine Babin. The study was part of that uh, of that uh, master's effort. So I'm I'm curious as to whether or not this is just anecdotal evidence based on the survey about whether any of this cannabis use has worked for them. Uh, you know, maybe it's psychological in some cases. Maybe you believe it will work. Is there any evidence that it's an effective treatment uh, of some of these symptoms? And I'm not sure who wants to jump in on that. <laughs> you, you can battle well, it I think Star, then maybe Kaja might want to add, uh, add in in what we saw in the survey and maybe even with the qualitative um, part of, this, of that. But as far as the evidence goes, um, you know, we looked at the literature. There's been guidelines on cannabis and menopause that have been published. And unfortunately, there's a real lack of data um, specifically in this population uh, in midlife women who are using it for menopause symptoms. So that's that's one of the issues. And, you know, we're 
trying to highlight that uh, women are using it because they're trying to look for solutions for themselves. But unfortunately, we just don't have the good data to say this is going to be helpful or effective for you. We also know in general there's a high placebo effect and like things like hot flushes at night. That's we know in randomized control trials. There's a big placebo effect with that. Harder to say with sleep and some of the other uh, um, symptoms that they were using it for, um, but we do know that. But um, maybe uh, Kaja could comment on what we found in the survey. Sure. Um, so we did ask one general broad uh, question to the women that reported current cannabis use, and we asked them, is it helpful for your menopause symptoms as a whole? Um, this didn't break down the individual symptoms. It was just a generic question, and se- almost 75% of the women uh, reported that it was currently helping. Okay. So I think this really signals that, you know, women, first of all, are using cannabis, mm-hmm. and second of all, they are finding some benefit from it. Um, so I think it's worth investigating whether or not it is an effective and a safe uh, form of therapy for women to manage their symptoms. And the interesting interesting thing too is this is just the first phase of the whole research study. The second phase we um, did one-on-one interviews with a small sample of women that were uh, surveyed originally and reported current cannabis use. And this really allowed me to do a deep dive into their cannabis use experience, mm-hmm. why they chose cannabis, and also their menopause experience as a whole and how the two went hand in hand together. Yeah. Do you think uh, women... Uh, are just hesitant about hormone replacement and they're and they're looking for something maybe a little bit more natural they're, you know that they're you know you, you hear a lot of spooky stories and scary stories about hormone replacement but then you I also know. hear women who who swear by it as well so maybe people it saved say, their lives exactly yeah 100%. yeah um, that's a really good question. Um, there's still a lot of fear on the use of hormone therapy. And unfortunately, it stayed, you know, to this day, the Women's Health Initiative study, the first publication, came out in 2002. And 21 years later, we're still fearful of use of hormone therapy, even though we have better data now um, that, you know, it's relatively safe to use if you're less than 60 years of age or less than 10 years since your last menstrual period. It's not the same risk. Especially if you don't have any contraindications. And um, organizations like the Canadian Menopause Society, I'm on the board of directors of Canadian Menopause Society, and we're really trying to bring awareness to women to say, you know, if you have bothersome menopausal symptoms where you're finding they're really affecting your quality of life, you know, hormone therapy is the most effective option. Um, and I and I think, you know, that's always been the case for the last 20-some years that people are so fearful. They may be turning to cannabis because they think, you know, that, you know, natural is better, but natural is not always better for everything. And there can be safety issues uh, with cannabis as well. And that's some of the things we're trying to highlight. Uh, fascinating stuff, and I'm sure there's there's much more to come. Like you said, you have a new, a new phase that will continue. So looking forward to hearing about uh, any future results down the road. Thank you both so much for your time this morning. Thank you. Really thank you, thank so you very much. much. Thanks for highlighting your study, and thank you for talking to us. Yeah, and talking about thank this you. issue, because, yeah. uh, you know, we, we've talked about this before, and I, I don't, I don't remember conversations like this 10 years ago on, on major yeah. radio stations. So Yeah, uh, and I it's think, about time. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, no, uh, because there's lots of us out there that uh, are going through it uh, right now. Uh, Catherine Babin, she's a second-year medical student and her uh, professor at the Faculty of Pharmacy, Nesha Yuxal from the U of A.